For my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 404 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Wooden. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? I'm all right. You want to hear a fucked up story that happened to me today? Oh, no. Yeah, I, was, I do. I was hating But I don't it. like the fucked up things happening yeah. for you. Well. But I, I do want to hear about it. On the scale of fucked up things I've experienced in the last year and a half, this is pretty low on the list. Mm-hmm. So, I was having some trouble getting to sleep last night, so I stayed up pretty late. Not a huge deal, like, you know, just sort of relaxed, played some video games, watched some anime, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I go and get in bed, um, probably about 4 a.m., so pretty late. Around 9 o'clock this morning, I wake up, and you know how, like, <clears throat> when you're just waking up, and you hear something, and you're like, what is that I'm hearing? And it takes a second for your brain to process what it is you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what was going on. And what I was hearing was water. Oh, no. And I was like, why do I hear? Why do I hear water? Jump out of bed and run out. And sure enough, dude. My bathroom is flooded. There's water all in the hallway and shit. Oh, my goodness. And at first I'm thinking, oh, shit, like a pipe under the sink burst or, you know, something, right? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. Turns out the tank on my toilet cracked. Oh, my goodness. So it just, you know, dumped all that water out and it kept trying to fill up because, you know. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what the mechanism does. Yeah. And so it just kept shooting water onto my bathroom floor. Oh so, my goodness. I, you know, real quick, I get the water to the toilet turned off. I get every towel that I can muster up and start, uh, <clears throat> you know, getting it as much dried up as I I've done two loads of laundry of towels that, you know, I soaked up water, washed them, dried them, then put them back down. Like, mm-hmm. um, got a fan on it right now. But, uh, and it should be fixed like pretty early tomorrow. 
So it's like I said, it's not a huge deal, but just a real doo-doo way to uh, wake up this morning. Mm-hmm. And, and like just the panic and trying to figure out what it was. So, Dude, that's terrible. Loving, loving some fucking plumbing issues right now, let me tell you. Yeah, right? Have you but, had more than just the toilet plumbing issues? No, no, just that. Okay. Um, um, I was like, that's, that's going to be some terrible luck. <laughs> Buddy, I don't even want to talk about terrible luck. Boof. But I'm glad a pipe didn't burst in your house because like oh you could have lost a lot more in your house than that would you know that wasn't just the flooded hall. No, no, it could have certainly been a lot worse. In in terms of plumbing disasters, it could have been a lot worse. Um, it's pretty bad though. That's pretty bad. Yeah, it's a, it's real annoying. It's just oh come on man, it's my day off. Fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um. Anyways. Besides all that, uh, we got some Star Wars stuff to actually talk about this week, which is is nice, right? Finally, something mm-hmm. to talk about. Um, and, of course, we'll hear from our friends, our moisture farmer buddies. Um, before we get to all that, go to blueharvest.rocks or myweirdfoot.com for all of your Blue Harvest needs. Um, you'll find links to all our social media accounts, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, where I've been streaming a whole lot, twitch.tv slash blueharvestpod. Come hang out with the crew, you know, who up late playing with they worm on Twitch, mm. all our buddies. Um, I, I got a real goofy-ass stream coming up here in a couple of weeks where I'm going to attempt to stream Final Fantasy 16 for 16 hours straight as soon as it releases, so... Oh my goodness. Come hang out and watch me slowly lose my sanity, I guess. If you're into that sort of thing. Um, and of course, you'll find a link to our Patreon where you can support us for as little as $3 a month and get access to our exclusive RSS feed. You'll get um, all our bonus shows. <clears throat> Most recently, um, I put up a brand new episode of Masters of Harvest Kasi with our buddy King Tom, where we talk a little bit about Jedi Survivor. Um, Steele and I recorded a brand new year by podcast that will be up this week sometime. And, uh, you know, Cooking with Will, Oh No, It's All Solo, immediate reactions to all the Star Wars shows. There's all kinds of stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. And a big shout out to our patrons. You guys are the best. Yes, you are. Oh, man. So can I take a quick uh, detour from <clears throat> Star Wars for just a second, buddy? Mm-hmm. So today, you know, we're in that time of year that would normally be like E3 time, right? But E3 is right. not really a thing anymore. kind of seems like it's not ever going to be a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did have today was the Summer Games Fest um, uh, presentation showcase where they showed off, you know, a bunch of games and stuff. It's hosted by Jeff Keeley, who I am almost 100% sure is a serial killer. There's just <laughs> something in that guy's eyes that screams chaos, mm. um, internal chaos. <laughs> um, and buddy, they showed off some things that are 
very in my wheelhouse, including, speaking of Final Fantasy, a trailer for the second part of the Final Fantasy VII remake. Woof. It looks cool, man. Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy, does it look cool. That sounds like fun. I, um... I'm really looking forward to that. They actually showed off a um, Sonic the Hedgehog game that looked kind of cool, too. Like a new Sonic. Oh, cool. Um, might be of interest to my buddy Liam, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, they showed off some stuff for... Um, the new Mortal Kombat that looked pretty cool. Uh, you know, they're doing a, a Jean-Claude Van Damme... Um, uh dlc for johnny cage right and they confirmed really that, yeah they were co confirmed that jean-claude himself is doing the voice and everything they you know announced the release date for um the second spider-man game like they really hit a lot of cool shit um and you know tomorrow the ninth is the next season of Fortnite, right? Or the next chapter or whatever the fuck it's called. Right. And there's so like this is, you know, we we talk about our Fortnite dalliances sometimes. Uh they're adding like a full-on jungle sort of to the middle of the map and there's going to be dinosaurs and shit that you can tame and ride. It looks kind of cool. Interesting. And uh all Oh, Optimus Prime is one of the rewards on the next Battle Pass. Oh, nice. Um, now, you know, no word on any sort of Star Wars game yet. Really, I don't know. <clears throat> Honestly, I don't know how likely it is for us um, to get that news yet. Just because I still think any of those announced Star Wars games might be still a little ways off. Yeah, um, seems that way. Ubisoft is having a presentation sometime in the next couple of weeks or week or so. So it's possible that we might see mm -hmm. a, something from their game then, but I wouldn't necessarily hold my breath. Um. Oh, and check this shit out. So you know how I was telling you about the problem I was having with the bounties? in Jedi Survivor about how it's the only thing I can't get finished. Right. Uh, several of my friends are starting to reach out to me and tell me they're having the same issue. Like a friend of the podcast, Aaron Boyd, Hannah, old Eric Strothers, he of the glizzy slap himself, all having mm. the same issue I am. So respawn, you might want to start working on that patch. I mean, I'm sure they're working on it, but come on, get that thing released, man. Yeah, right. If so many people are having a problem, you would think they'd be on it about releasing the fix. Oh, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure they if if they could release the fix right now and fix it for people, they would. I, you know, it's probably. I have. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what goes into. They may <clears throat> still be looking for the bug. Yeah, I don't. I really. I, I, if I had some kind of understanding, I would totally be like, oh, well, this is this is why, but I don't. What is it? How do you find out what's causing that bug? How do you fix that bug? I don't know, man. I have no idea. So, boy, I'm, I've got the yawns real bad right now. Sheesh. Um, <clears throat> My boy's tired. He's had a stressful day. Yeah, man. 
yeah, man, got to go back to work tomorrow. Sopping up toilet water. But the next two weeks, I have short weeks. One, because I'm going to hang out with my buddy Will. And two, because I'm hey, going to hey. stream the dick out of the new Final Fantasy. So I just got to get through this week. And then I get a, you know, couple, a couple few three-day weekends. Kick ass. Yeah. Um, you want to check out just a, a, a little bit of this. Final Fantasy trailer, buddy. Yeah, I'm not going to keep it cranked the whole time. Now, I got to say, starting it off with Tifa on a stretcher, I don't know about all that, man. Um, let's see here. Look at this, buddy. Um, looks like they're actually going to do a bit of an open world thing. Or at least mm -hmm. more open than the last one. The last one was sort of confined, but, you know, it was all in Midgar, which makes sense. Um, but, yeah, if, if you want to hear me really go off about this, um, check out the High Potion podcast with me and our buddy Steve. Because we'll certainly be covering all those. Now, <coughs> in, um, uh, in other news, video game news, but... Uh, Star Wars related this time. Uh, it seems like so. Back in 2011, right? Bioware slash LucasArts released the Old Republic, the MMO, right? Um, right? And it's been going ever since. Like you know, it was never an MMO that garnered the same subscriber base or you know, uh, loyalty is something as like World of Warcraft or Final Fantasy fourteen, but it's had its own strong little player base. Like, even, in, and from this article, this article comes from IGN.com, they mentioned that back in 2019, it made over a billion dollars, the older public did. So, oh, wow. it's clearly still doing all right, right? Right. Um, but it seems that uh, EA is currently working on an agreement to move the ongoing development and operation of the Old Republic from BioWare to a third-party studio, Broadsword Online Games. Now, Broadsword, it's kind of an interesting situation because it seems like Broadsword kind of is a company who works to keep sort of these legacy MMOs up and running. Right. So its whole shtick is that it, it's a place where you sunset these old MMOs. Yeah, not maybe not even sunset because it mentions in this article that like further development on the Old Republic is going to continue. They have, you know, a roadmap oh, wow. that um, they've announced for, you know, future updates because they do a few updates a year. Right. Um so it seems like that's all going to continue. It just seems like now it's going to be managed by Broadsword instead of Bioware. BioWare seems like Bioware is... wants to put that effort into the other products. Exactly. Bioware currently are working on <clears throat> the next entry in Dragon Age and Mass Effect, which are two Very of my favorite. Cool. Yeah, two of my favorite franchises. So <clears throat> it seems like they want to, you know, free up resources to focus on those two because those are going to be big for them and mm. important for them considering the last two Bioware releases were not well received. Mass Effect Andromeda and Anthem definitely did a lot to hurt the Bioware brand 
So they really need the need Dragon Age and the next Mass Effect to knock it. A out game of the hasn't let me down as much as Anthem did in a long time because there was such good like you could feel the the kick ass. The core idea was really good. It had potential, yeah. and you know Bioware because of the Old Republic and Knights of the Old Republic and Mass Effect and Dragon Age is one of my favorite developers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I've, I loved Baldur's Gate back in the day and Neverwinter Nights. They've done a lot of games I really like. And, it, you know, it, it's not uncommon for one of these bigger, more successful studios to kind of have a rough period, right? Just about everybody you look at has had that happen. You know, mm-hmm. there's a few exceptions. Um, but, uh, the thing is, is can they pull out of it? Right. Cause if mass effect and dragon age don't do well, aren't well received about to sneeze. (laughs) Um, I was like, Ooh, this is dramatic pause. No, if mass effect and dragon age don't succeed, EA is not above closing a studio. You know what I mean? And we do know this. EA is who owns Bioware. Um, but it's interesting because Broadsword, like I said, they... Oh, here we come. Here comes another one. Ah! No, that's nice. Shoo. I'm allergic to Star Wars news. Um, the uh, interesting thing is that Broadsword currently are the people who run Ultima Online and Dark Age of Camelot, right? Mm-hmm. Ah! That's three. That's three, you owe me, kid. Um, And uh, former vice president of Bioware, Rob Denton, is is part of Broadsword. And uh, he he actually worked on the Old Republic sort of earlier in its development. So Mm. we'll see. Um, But I I thought that was interesting. You know, that uh, is interesting. I, I would definitely prefer that be what they do with the game rather than just be like, well, we don't have, we don't want to spend these resources to upkeep and continue to develop the game. We're going to just shut it down, right? Kind of like what happened yeah. with Galaxies. Right. Um, so, uh, Hans, what do you think of these Apple Vision Pros? Buddy, I don't know. I, is it augmented reality? Is it virtual reality? Like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Honestly. It's AR. Okay. It's augmented reality. Um, you know the demos and the reactions I've seen of people that used it make them seem cool. Thirty five hundred dollars. Sheesh. No, thank you. Yeah. Right. You know. That's like the price of a PC, right? Oh, bro, you could get a. Real fucking good gaming PC for $3,500. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, that's more than I spent on my gaming PC, which at the time I, I built it was pretty top of the line. It's Since then, they've released new graphics cards and stuff. But, you know, that happens. Um, yeah, man. that uh, The price point is a little ridiculous. Now, you know, that'll... Well, it depends. If they are successful, you know... That price might come you down. Ha- you have bit. to have a, an implementation. Like, there needs to be something they do, right? Like, 
I'm sure it's helpful in some manner, but I can't really glean how that it, you know, ultimately is helpful. Well, some of the use cases they showed, I thought looked kind of cool and helpful, um, mainly for work-related stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But I'll say this, like, <clears throat> the one of the cooler things um, that they showed was, like, watching apps, like watching Disney Plus on it. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, watch this. Of a movie theater to whatever space you're in. It automatically now that's pretty kick-ass. Beautiful glow into the room, and you can make the screen as big as you want. Spatial audio surrounds you and makes you feel like you're a part of the action. And for an extraordinary cinematic experience, you can bring in a beautiful environment and make your screen oh feel a hundred feet wide. What? See, now that's kind of cool, right? That's really cool. Vision Bruh. Pro is a wonderful way to play your favorite games. Oh, see. Just connect your controller and play on a massive screen with incredible audio. Shit, bro. I don't know, man. I do think they look kind of neat. Bro, can you watch can you imagine watching some Never mind, you know. You know, some porn. Watch a little porn on those Vision Pros. Oh my god, it's so big. It's like I'm there. <laughs> uh the concept of watching, you know, media in any space and then being able to like not only within your house, but then being able to change it to where you're watching yeah, it in all space. The moon. You know, that's bro, yeah, that's pretty bro. fucking cool. Yeah, so I mean there's some there's some interesting um use cases that they showed, but once again, thirty five hundred dollars is a is an easy pass for me. Uh, and then be like showing it for gaming, but again, you're watching a screen. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, gaming. they did show they did show some that not in that trailer, but they did show some like proprietary gaming stuff for it. But it's also, mm-hmm. you know, very mobile app quality, right? Like, right. Um, you know, there may be developers down the road that develop something cooler and and more interesting, but this is very early. I mean, you know, this isn't coming out. This is coming out in like six months, beginning of next year. It looks like something from Ready Player One, but the software on that level is nowhere near. Yeah. Um, so, uh, probably the biggest thing that happened this year, um, or this year, not this year, this week, is we got an announcement of the release date for Ahsoka. Um, it's August 23rd. So... You know, just a couple of couple of two and a half months away, mm-hmm. um, and they're doing like I said last week. The promotion for the show is definitely um, ramping up uh, in a big way. Like Empire has, um, you know, a, a pretty big article, and they're you know releasing exclusive images. One that seems to have caught most people's attention is this one right here. Mm-hmm. You see this guy? An Inquisitor. Yep, an Inquisitor. He's got the damn Hella Saber. Um, his armor looks badass. Now, yeah, it does. The question is, what we know about the show, you know, takes place sort of in the Mando timeline. 
which is post empire, which is post inquisitors, right? Empire inquisitors aren't really around anymore in this part of the timeline. So what's the deal with this, this fellow right here? Are we looking at, uh, you know, an inquisitor flashback? That's what I think you, you got me, buddy. You know what, I, where I'm going. I think this is going to be some sort of flashback. Yeah. Um, I think that's the most likely scenario. Um, boy, howdy. Has it not stopped some... It always happens. Crazy speculation. Oh, um, really? What's the speculation? Uh, you know, I've, I've seen some people be like, ooh, do you think it's Ezra? Now, that's kind of fascinating. Uh, I don't know that I necessarily like the idea of they've run into Ezra and he's like, no, nah, man, I went dark side while I was in the unknown regions, but... Mm-hmm. I guess it could happen. Um, another one is that it's Star Killer from the Force Unleashed games. I cannot express how much how I hate much that. How much Oz does not want that. How much I hate that idea. Uh, maybe one of the biggest pieces of speculation that I've, I've, ever, I've ever hated. I don't know that I could hate something more than that idea. Um, but alongside sort of the release uh, or the announcement of the release date, they did put out like a little sort of this is the release date trailer, most of which we've already seen. But there is one interesting little key difference. So let's check this out. It's only 30 seconds long. You ready? Mm, yes. It's been a while. Things have changed. I started hearing whispers about Thrawn's return as heir to the Empire. We have to prepare for the worst. The Jedi fell a long time ago. There aren't many left. Perhaps it is time to begin again. Ahsoka, original series streaming... Okay, did you catch the new part? I did not. Okay. Give me one second to get there. Is that the Ezra on? The... Yeah, that's Ezra. He that was we saw that in the the original trailer. Um, boy, boy, boy! I hope they get him a new outfit. <laughs> I imagine that's sort of you know like his message he left before he went out into space with the whales. Mm. Okay, this is the scene. Okay, you see this? That's Sabine. Mm. You see what Sabine's using? A green saber? That's a lightsaber, baby. Yeah. Um, you know, lightsabers be looking different these days. I like it, though. Mm-hmm. Mix it up a little bit. Um, yeah, it's a different era of Star Wars, but they definitely be looking different. A little bit. You know what it is? They look more consistent. I guess it's the lighting coming from the lightsaber, which yeah. is really... Yeah. realistic you you haven't really like that i guess that started in the force awakens yeah i mean well they started using actual like you know blades that you know use the light the like mm-hmm. to actually light up instead of just you know sticks that they rotoscope the effect over um right. and you know we know sabine was trained to use the dark saber her you know kanan trained her so it's no surprise to see her using a saber um, I did, um, I did see some people going like, Ooh, where's that saber come from? And guys, I'm pretty sure that's just Ezra's lightsaber. I think he leaves mm. his saber with Sabine. 
in the, in the Rebels. If I remember correctly, and his saber's green. But yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Ezra's saber. That lady looks angry. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do. And, Her bangs look angry. Um, I, uh, I like that we're starting to see some, and maybe this is one of those things, I might be alone in this or, or in the minority here. I like that we're seeing some colors of lightsabers besides red, green, and blue and purple. Mm-hmm. You know, they, we got the yellow one at the end of uh, Rise of Skywalker now. It looks like the two two of the villains in this series are using the orange sabers. Um, I did see something else. I think maybe it came from the Empire article um, uh, that said Ray Stevenson's character, Balin Skull. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of um, gave a little bit of backstory for him. He's a Jedi who survived Order 66 and became mm. a mercenary. Mm. Um, you know... He pulled the Obi-Wan of, uh, I'm not a Jedi. What's a Jedi? Well, I mean, he's clearly, like, fucking around with a lightsaber still, you know? Um, well, right, but I mean, like, the whole attitude. Like, Obi-Wan's like, you know, what's right. a Jedi? Um, I carve fish meat. <laughs> big old, Big old desert whale meat or whatever the fuck that thing was, man. Yeah, um, desert... And, you know, I definitely saw some people being like, oh, shit, another Jedi that survived Order 66. And, like, yeah, I kind of get it. But then I also saw somebody, I thought this was very fascinating. Somebody did the numbers, like, ran the numbers of all the Jedi who officially survived Order 66. Right? And Mm -hmm. everybody who has been, you know, officially announced as surviving order 66 um it's like 0.5 percent of the jedi or something so it's really not that big i mean it's a lot it's like like in the 40s or something at this point but when you compare that to like 10,000 jedi or however many they there were in the prequel era before order 66 you really- well, it also justifies vader's hate crusade for you know 20 years well yeah and it, and it also gives the inquisitors a purpose right like and right. purge troopers and all these things um mm-hmm. it was funny because the same person i saw on twitter that did like the calculations also did it for um the eu right the stuff that's not canon and was never canon um mm-hmm. and the number was a lot higher in the eu which was fascinating. That survived Order 66? Yeah. Um, That's crazy. You know, another thing that I've been seeing people, like, really hate on, and I don't get it, is the way Hera looks in the show. I think she looks all right. Yeah, I think, yeah. I'm not sure what they were expecting. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I'll say this. I see that Mon Cal over her shoulder. Sheesh. Right. What you doing, old fish head boy? Um, pretty excited about this. Pretty excited to get some more Jedi stuff, some lightsaber stuff in Star Wars TV. <coughs> uh, and then I imagine we'll be getting quite a lot of that in Acolyte. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so other than that, there's not a whole lot else. It looks like um, 
you know, the production of Mandalorian season four has been delayed due to the writer's strike. Seems like maybe it was going to start production in September and it's been moved back to November. So, you know, just a couple of months, but you know, that whole writer's strike thing is going to need to be resolved before anything that's not shooting now can get off the ground. Right. Right. Um, and, you know, that's just the writers. It also seems like the Directors Guild might strike. The, the Screen Actors Guild might strike. It's There's a lot. There's a whole lot. Ooh. Is this a new... Man. Look at this artsy-ass picture they took of Dave Filoni in his cowboy hat. Bruh. That's good. Look at him. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, older he gets, the more he looks like my dad. He does look a little bit like your dad. That's cool. Man, I want to see the Star Wars movie your dad would make, or the Star Wars show. Oh, it would be kick-ass. Yeah, it would. I bet it'd be similar to Deep Space Nine. Oh, I bet you it would. Um, my dad was a DS9 fan. So, I mean, so was my dad. That's, you know, when I was a kid, I watched a lot of um next generation with my dad my dad liked mm-hmm. that one a lot too. but yeah. i never saw all of it right like it would i would if i wasn't doing anything and my dad was watching next generation i'd hang out and watch it with my dad i saw the big mm-hmm. stuff the locutus arc and whatnot locutus um, of Morg. i remember you know my dad being real hyped for the finale and like also very sad at the same time that it was ending yeah deep space nine however i I'm pretty sure I've seen all of, if not most of, but with my That's dad. pretty cool. Yeah, because it, it, it came on Saturday nights. Um, and, you know, it had that whole, it's when they really started to do like the continuing story arc, like that's so popular in TV today. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, gener- uh, Next Generation would do that, but it was, a lot of it was like episodes of the week. Good episodes, right. but, you know, episodes of the week. And the the very fact that they were on a voyage, yes. you know, provided for different stories. Mm-hmm. The DS9, everything was very centrally located to that space station. You know, Bajor, the wormhole, the Dominion, like all that was important because of where DS9 was. Um, it it's seems like city. Yeah. My dad loves Quark. The Ferengi. Quark. Oh. I, I, the, um, the Changeling. Um, oh, Dax. Not not Dax. Um, Odo, oh, the security okay. officer. Yeah, Rene Aubergenois, I think is his his name. Ooh. He, I love him. Like he's super talented. He's in a lot of stuff that you don't expect, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he's uh, um, he's very talented. That's cool. Um, man, my dad had a thing for the lady that played Dax, and remember oh, when really? she yeah. left the show and got replaced by the other actress, she married Worf. And then got killed off and replaced. Yep. My dad, not stoked. Not stoked. Just like, I don't Nobody know. was. I think that's the general consensus. And then she was on um she was on that show Her... Becker with Ted Danson and yes. Hurley from yep. Lost. Hurley from Lost was on yep. that show. Um man. I don't I don't want to get into it too much because it's it really fucking bums me out. But you know, there's a little bit of a lost related controversy going on right now there's oh, like really tell yeah, me there's like a like a whole expose it's a it's a book and an article 
Um, I read the pieces from the article um, where, you know, several people that worked on the show describe it as having not the best set. Pretty toxic in some different ways. And it has me fucking bummed, dude. That's my mm. favorite show of all time. Shit. Um, I mean, it's a product of the times, right? Like a lot of, there was a lot of shitty series sets, yeah, right? But I don't know. I mean, product of the times or not, I don't think that necessarily excuses the kind of shit that they're No, absolutely on, not. You know? I'm just, yeah. Um, oh, the only other thing that I was going to mention, and I don't know how legit this is. It's one of those things that I don't know if it's legit, but also it makes sense is there's a lot of rumors going around right now that uh, old buddy Tamora Morrison is going to be in Ahsoka as Captain Rex. Um, oh, that would be awesome. It would be awesome. Like, I will be stoked to see him. I would still rather just see him as Boba Fett, but that's cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I, I like to see the dude continually working in Star Wars, and it does make sense to have Captain Rex as part of that story because Captain Rex was part of the Rebel story in a big way, and this is, you know, And very specifically much loyal to Ahsoka at the very end of clone wars yeah and, and it also makes a lot of sense that you know this is in a lot of ways a continuation of rebels so mm -hmm. you know it would make sense for him to show up so that's cool i just would come on man where's boba fett huh can we get a boba fett i think they're here? scared to do something boba fett again well listen they should be scared if they don't that sounds a little too threatening. Right, I'm walking that back. I'm wheeling no, that back. No, 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 no. That's appropriate. Okay. Appropriate as delivered. You, that, you okay. cut him out of two episodes of his own show. You, you, you know. That's right. That's right. That's my best friend right there, y'all. Got my mm -hmm. back. You motherfuckers wish you had best friends like Steve and <laughs> Will having your back like they got my back. Huh? Yeah, man. Huh? Like a buck crack. All right. So, buddy, you want to um, hear from some of our friends? I do, I do. All right. Well, let's listen to a little music, and then we'll get on it. To split chicks with his bud. Kitty Cockhead To stroke his cone and suck on his balls Kitty Cockhead What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge But he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow Cockhead Lou Herb Cockhead Harsberger Cockhead Will Witt Cockhead All righty. So listen, you want to send in a voicemail or an email? Oh boy, is it easy to do. Blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. So first up, um, we have a voicemail from the king of all times, King Tom Chansky. Mm. 
Hey there, Hoss and Will. I hope you two are doing great. Um, I have two comments about episode 402 and an all-new question. Sorry, I couldn't get these in last week. Uh, but first, I'd like to thank our buddy Jim for asking the question about why did Kane do what she did in that one episode of The Mandalorian um, to Dr. Pershing. Because I was watching it with my son, and he asked me, and I'm like, uh, I don't know. And then, you know, J Jim asks and you answer. And I, I think you're right looking at things. I think it was all a plan to take Dr. Pershing off the board. Mentioned that to my son and I looked like a genius. So thank you, Hawes. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Jim. Um, the other thing, the Loveland Frogman, or Frogman, um, I live about like 10, 15 minutes away from Loveland. I've never heard of it, but I'm going to start doing some uh, research. You know, the Blue Harvest crack team of moisture farmers. I'm going to start looking into it and... I don't know if I can run into them or not, but I'll see if see what I can do. Um, finally, my question, and this also comes up in a conversation with my son, because he was asking about, you know, what things were like before the Phantom Menace and when we found out certain things. And I know, Hawes, you and I have talked before about um, learning things during the production process for the Phantom Menace. And the thing I'm thinking in particular is about Darth Sidious. Um, I think in a lot of supporting materials for the original trilogy, we heard of Sith, and we didn't really know what a Sith was exactly until the prequel trilogy, until the release of The Phantom Menace. Um, so I'm trying to figure out, A, when did we find out that um, the Emperor, or Palpatine, was a Sith? And also... I believe sometime before release, in, you know, spoilers or casting sheets, we found out that Ian McDiarmid was also playing Darth Sidious. And I think that was the first time we heard another person, well, other than Darth Maul, with the title Darth. But I'm trying to remember, and from the life of me, I can't... Do you remember any reaction to, like, what it meant that someone else was called Darth? Um... Usually I'm good with this, usually I'm great, and sometimes I have, you know, I have like a binder of stuff I printed out from AOL back in the day, uh, just to read later on, and I'm not finding anything or seeing anything or remembering anything. So, do you remember anything, you know, pre-Phantom Menace, about when we started learning that, you know, the Sith are a thing, and that there are other Darths out there? Anyway, thanks for listening, thanks for the great podcast, I'll talk to you later. This is this is honestly one of my favorite eras of Star Wars. I will say yeah. like post special edition to the release of the Phantom Menace because it was fairly early on in having the internet and buddy I spent a lot of time reading Star Wars shit on the internet, you know. Um, there was so much hype and speculation. There was and there was one of those, it wasn't Dark Horizons, it wasn't Ain't It Cool News. I want to say it was called like Corona Coming Soon or something like that. And it was kind of like a board, but like in the, so do you remember when there were frames on a website, right? Like, so you would have yeah. like a side window that had a scroll bar and then the main window in the middle and they were different right. frames. Right, right. In the left side, you could scroll down just lists of different movies that were coming out or were in production. And one of them was Star Wars Episode One, And you would click on it and it would just start, like it would have the date timestamp when 
they added this piece of news or whatever or this rumor and then it would just go down it wasn't like separated articles just a huge list right mm -hmm. and i would go check that episode one site every day for any piece of news that's where i first saw like hey there's going to be characters called qui-gon jinn jar jar binks darth maul and darth sidious that's the first time personally i remember right hearing mm -hmm. that darth was anything besides you know just his his new assumed first name right because like if you think back to like tales of the jedi tales of the jedi did a lot of backstory with the sith and sort of the origins of the sith but nobody took darth as a title right there's exar Kun and and all those dudes nobody mm -hmm. takes that that as a title right um <clears throat> and i just remember being like wow darth maul qui-gon jinn those do those are goofy sounding like i remember yeah. reading them and being like those names sound goofy captain panaka uh what was oh what's the fucking rick Oli? rick Oli? who's that and they're like, I remember as a kid being like Qui Gon Jinn. You know, just because Obi Wan has a funny name doesn't mean you got to give his master the same funny name. Um, and then you know, I also remember, you know, for everything that they got right, boy, did they get a lot of things wrong. Like there was somebody on there that was like, I hear there's going to be an Episode One teaser trailer attached to such and such movie. And they described it this way. I remember it so vividly that it started off with like, you know, a star field, just space. And slowly, um, like a blue lightsaber ignites. And then a green lightsaber. And then a yellow. And it's just all these different hands holding up lightsaber hilts and igniting them. And I was like, oh my god, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it was not It was not true. Um I remember the speculation that Padme and Obi-Wan were going to become I, an item. Yep, I remember the love triangle speculation. I also remember there was a crazy thing where people were talking about, and I, I've talked about this on the show before, um, that Ben Kenobi and Obi-Wan Kenobi were different people. Ben, right. ben Kenobi was the original. He dies, and then he's cloned, and that's why he's OB one. OB one. Old yeah. Ben one. It's his clone designation. And I was like, "Ooh, that sounds weird. I don't know if I like that." Thankfully, it didn't happen. Um, and then, of course, like, and and this would one hundred percent go uh, on on like Star Wars Twitter today if the Phantom Menace came out, and there would be people that like argued this point till they were blue in the face pre and post release of the phantom menace there was a not small amount of people who thought that palpatine and darth sidious were two different people oh man i could tell as a kid i could tell right away like as soon as that transmission you know other than the 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 people that throw the blockade um the trade guild, I guess. The trade, yeah, yeah, trade federation. They get that message from Sidious, like in the very beginning. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, now well, that's Emperor Palpatine. Like, well, yeah. Well, this is the thing, right? They like you. So the argument then became like, guys, it's it's Ian McDermott playing both roles. They're the same character, and they'd be like, no, 
that's just misdirection. They're two different characters. Palpatine is going to kill Sidious and take over. No. His name isn't Darth Sidious. His name is Palpatine. And like, I just remember people arguing and arguing over this, man. All over this. Um, as far as when we knew more about the Sith, that's a tough question, right? Because because we still know so little, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I think we know enough, and there's plenty of room to expand on. But like, the word Sith is not said much in the fucking original trilogy, right? Yeah. Um, is I think sad? it's only you only may have only get referred to as Vader as Lord of the Sith. You're right. Like, and that you know that may have come from a novel or something. Yeah, that's right. The word Sith isn't spoken in the original trilogy once. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I. That's what I thought, is they'd never say it. It's not until The Phantom Menace that the word Sith is said. Um, and it was in books and things like that and novelizations. But yeah, they, they never say it in the original trilogy. Um, but yeah, man, I, I remember whew, some of those... Some of those <laughs> prequel trilogy arguments leading up to and after The Phantom Menace would put Star Wars Twitter to shame, bro. Real neckbeard shit, bro. Oh, really? I'm telling you, they're two different people. Sidious and Palpatine are two different people. Mm, they're right, fella. All right. Just wait. Just, Just wait. wait. Okay. They're right. Yeah, buddy. Sure. Sure. Oh, and then <clears throat> it started getting to the point where they were putting out too much information on those Star Wars, like on that play, that side I would go to where I was like, I got to stop. They're about to fucking spoil the whole movie. And then mm -hmm. my, my happy ass goes to Kmart the day all the Phantom Menace stuff is uh, released. And I just flip over the back of the fucking soundtrack. And sure enough, sure enough, Qui-Gon's noble end. Fuck me, I guess. <laughs> Jeez. Um when you're when you're too plugged in. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So next up we got an email from our buddy Sam. Howdy Halls and Will. There's been a lot of frog talk lately, and I'm glad you guys are now as interested in the Loveland frog as I am. This topic brings to brings me to a pitch for a new Patreon special. You two travel to Ohio, join forces with King of All Toms, and in a finding big style finding bigfoot style series interview those who have seen the creature and seeing if you can bring one home to hang out with walter it sounds like nothing but a great time along the lines of frog people do you think that meber gascon from clone wars survived the rise of the empire and if so would he have become an imperial just curious about what you guys think keep it up and best of luck on your cryptid hunt best wishes sam Sam, there's no way Meber Gascon would have become a uh, That's fine. imperial. Never. He, you know what? He probably died fighting. Uh, did I lose your house? Oh, you can't hear me anymore. Oh shit. Oh man, we had a little bit of a technical <laughs> issue to work out there. Sorry, guys. Um, so as far as Sam's question is concerned, I don't think there's any way Meber Gascon would have joined the Empire. No way. But what I do like the sound of is me and Will getting in the car, heading to Ohio to hunt down the fucking 
Loveland Frogman. Yeah, man, that would be cool. Bring me some frog tranquilizer. Bruh, you, I would just be like, all right, guys, this is what I need y'all to do. King Tom, Will, you guys have some frog tranquilizer just in case he gets a little shenanigy. You know, when, in, in case mm -hmm. he tries to get up to some shenanigans, you know, right. you guys got my back. Secondly, you know, one of you guys is going to have the camera, right? Filming. You're hiding in a bush. You're all like wearing ghillie suits and camo and shit. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, what am I doing? I'm dressed up like a giant fly. And I'm just sitting out there in the woods going, bzz, 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 bzz. because you know there's nothing the Loveland frog can, get. there's no way he's going to be able to resist me dressed as a fly that's a thanksgiving fly. yeah and then he, he like he ribbit and he makes a big jump towards me i pull my fly mask off and i'm like surprise we're friends now <laughs> i don't know about bringing him home though you know that's a, a man-sized frog yeah yeah no frogman can live in his frogman world like you know i like if he wanted to come live with me like i bro i would set him up with the coolest little habitat in my backyard you know He'd have a big old pond, some giant lily pads, you know, everything he'd ever need. But I don't know that I want to come out, you know, on my break from work and the Loveland frog is just chilling on my, my couch watching soap operas and drinking on my sodi pops, you know? Right. You know what I mean? Like. Or you wake up and he's just looking at you in the middle of the night. And I'm like, hey, what's up, buddy? And he's Licks like, his eyeball. He's like, hey, I, uh, you know where I can find some bugs? Yeah, man, outside. <laughs> I don't keep them in here, bro. Hey, man, can you uh, can you turn on that porch light? I feel like there's something about that porch light I just really like. You get kind of hungry. Yeah, you wake up and there's fucking tadpoles the size of footballs in my bathtub. And I'm like, man, I told you we can't. This is not where you do this. Not in the bathtub, bro. I don't know about bringing them home, but I do like the idea of going to Loveland. And doing like a little mini series where we interview people and try to find the Loveland Frogman. I love this. Yeah, I, we should sell this idea to TLC, the Travel Channel, or something like that. Well, what's it matter if I get laid off? If I'm if I'm in the content creation business, huh? You are your own means of employment. Yeah, that, that can run for three seasons minimum. <laughs> I mean, hunting the frog, frog hunting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what was it? What, Finding love and love. Yeah, find yes. Finding love. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I meet meet a, a, uh, a, a nice lady who who's like, yeah, I saw the Loveland Frog, and you know what I, you know what I have a thing for dudes in wheelchairs. I say jackpot, jackpot. And then I find the Loveland Frog, and then fuck it, I'm set for life. You want to do? Mm. I'll sit in my silly little house and play my silly little video games, and fucking live off my silly little Loveland Frog money. And yeah, yep. Yeah. Did you sell them to science, or you just sold the pictures? No, of them? I would never. Will I wouldn't even tell him exactly. We would keep his location secret to keep him safe. But no, I'd just sell the pictures and the interview with him. You know, so just sit down and have a nice cup of coffee with the Loveland Frog and. Yeah, we could turn this life. into like a Stephen King novel. Mm. You buy the land where he lives. Feed him dinner every night. Hmm. 
And then he opens a portal to hell and brings the rest of the frog people through. Bro, not the Loveland frog. I don't know. I'm just you're just spitballing here. Yeah, right. Spitball it. Spitball in here, bro. Needful things. I need to hang out with the Loveland frog and him be a cool guy. <laughs> cool guy, you be a cool guy. Hey, man, why, why don't you be a cool guy, huh, Mister Frog Man? All right. So we got one more email, a uh, voicemail for the evening um and this is from our buddy florian let's hear what he has to say hello Hawes and will so lately i've been watching videos about different theme parks especially i Galaxy's can't hear Edge. it i'll probably never be able to visit that's right i'm not sharing it with you anymore because of the technical difficulties that's fixed now here we go hello Hawes and will so lately i've been watching videos about different theme parks especially galaxy's edge I'll probably never be able to visit, so this is as close as I'll get. In 2022, at Disneyland, they even had an after-dark event called Star Wars Nights, which was quite a party, with special food, new characters, and an official lightsaber meetup in Batu. But it was not just, let's stand together for a photo. This meetup included a story-driven play with several actors that portrayed members of the First Order, Resistance fighters, as well as Chewbacca and Rey. At the end of the play, everyone in the audience ignited their lightsaber at Rey's command. Here's a clip. So this got me thinking. Galaxy's Edge is set between episode 8 and 9, so a meetup like this is clearly not canonical. At least not yet. But will they ever change the time setting of Galaxy's Edge? Maybe when the new Rey movie comes out? Hmm. Rey is going to rebuild the Jedi Order. So having lots of people in Batu with lightsabers could make sense. Sure, there wouldn't be Sith anymore, but the Rey movie could also introduce new Force-related factions. So it wouldn't just be the Jedi, but possibly three or more different factions with their own unique view of the Force, what it is and how they use it. This is all speculation, of course. But my question is, how much will they think about potential theme park opportunities when they write future stories? I'm sure they always think about the toys and merch in general, but could the existence of Batu influence the narrative so that maybe future visitors could proudly show their lightsaber and feel truly part of the canonical story? What do you think? Um, so listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they update the time setting, right, to reflect the new movie when it comes out. That would honestly make some sense to me. Um, I don't know that that should necessarily... I don't know that the theme park should necessarily have any um, bearing on the creation of, like, you know, what stories and shit they're going to, you know, they're going to tell in the Star Wars universe. I think it should yeah. go the other way. I think the stories that they tell in film or TV can then influence the theme parks, right? Right. And really, the the you know, the timeline setting of it mostly uh, applies to the two rides, to the Flight of the Falcon and Rise of the Resistance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, because like now, Mando and Boba Fett are walking around the parks and stuff. Um, let me tell you, if I ever get to go to Galaxy's Edge, you best believe that poor Boba Fett 
cast member is going to get an earful about how fucked up it is that they took him out of two of his own episodes. We'll just pay for it. We'll be like, yo, send me Boba Fett. I need Boba Fett for an hour. I'll pay for Boba Fett for an hour. He's going to have to listen to my man talk about how he was robbed. So, But he's like one of the biggest Boba <laughs> Fett fans you're ever going to meet. Yep. So, um, yeah, man, I... Um, I uh yeah I think you know they will update it as things go along um you know to sort of match promotions for the movies and stuff um it would make a lot of sense to me at least for them to do that right. especially considering the next movie is you know with Rey rebuilding the Jedi order and stuff now I wouldn't be surprised. Honestly, I'm more surprised that it hasn't happened yet that we haven't seen Batu in a show. Like, they haven't really had a chance to do it in a movie yet. Um, but it does kind of surprise me that we haven't seen Batu in, like, you know, Mando or Bad Batch or something. You know? The fact that that's, how, what, that's where they based, you know, Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. um, really, <clears throat> excuse me really signified to me that they were going to use it in something or a lot of stuff. Right. Like, and I have yet to see it. Like you said, well, they, you know, they've definitely, it's definitely shown up in like books and comics. I'm pretty sure. And Mm -hmm. one of the, uh, the VR games is set there. So they have been setting some stuff there, but yeah, it's, it's, I really would have thought so. And I'll be honest with you. The one thing I don't want them to do uh, is actually go to the theme park and film a scene Batu. for yeah the like, actual cafe yeah like no the Millennium not, Falcon sitting there I'll be like oh Jesus Christ oh my God <laughs> you know there's an executive some executive somewhere being like missed opportunity we missed opportunity done it. you know that galaxy's uh, that Star Wars hotel still be open if we'd done that I tell you what you know we could still shoot there we could we could do this guys. It's like a set. That damn Star Wars hotel. I wish I have, would be have been able to experience it, but damn, like I don't blame nobody that wasn't able to go. I know, dude. Shutting it down because nobody could afford it. Yeah, Disney. Yeah, I mean, come on. It was ridiculously expensive. Like, and <clears throat> I know overall reactions to it were pretty mixed. Um, you know, from people that that just watched. You know. Saudi- billionaires don't necessarily give a shit about star wars um but you know like sal and his family went and they said it was a really good time and i you know a lot of the youtube channels that i watch um that do theme park stuff like florian's been watching seem to really like it 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 bums me out like i it was one of those things where i was just like one day man one one day day i'm gonna get me too me too and and like i was talking to sal about it shortly after he went and he was like, it's kind of like playing a real-life Star Wars video game. Sold. Well, I'd buy that yeah. for $3,000 or whatever <laughs> the fuck it was. Too expensive. But, you know, what can you do? And what's crazy to me is, like, so they announced they're closing it, and they announced the date of its last voyage. A little goofy. And immediately, it's all Sold booked out. up. All yeah. booked up. So... That thing. The second they said it was ending, it was yep. like everything sold out. Yep, yep. I'm sure you could buy it on eBay for like three times the price. Yeah, 
uh, buddy, I couldn't buy it off of eBay for its regular price. So <laughs> that ain't happening. Unless we get the love, finding love in Loveland picked up real soon. Real yeah. soon. Yeah. Then. Somebody get TLC on the phone. That's where we have our rap party. All of us hanging out at the Star Wars hotel with the Loveland Frog. With the Loveland Frog. We'll, be, we'll just be like, "Hey, he's he's. This is just a little guy. He's in character. He's cro- He's he's cosplaying as Turgle. He's the Frog Lady's husband. No, he's Turgle from. Oh, you don't know about Turgle, bro. Turgle's the shit. Turgle's a new character in Jedi Survivor. That's a frog boy. Oh, is he adorable? He's no, he's not adorable. He's not adorable, but he is awesome. I don't know that adorable really. Look at him. That's that's him. I don't know what I'm looking at. That's Turgle. That's not Turgle. That's Turgle. Oh, okay. I see him. Here he is. Here he is again. Little, little frog slug boy. Yeah, little frog boy. He talks like this. I'm a frog. <laughs> My name's Turgle, and I'm a frog. And he's like a little shady. He like rips people off and shit. Oh wow! My name's Turgle, and I'm a frog. I'm a shithead frog. I'm a shithead frog, and my name's Turgle. <laughs> Love this dude, bro. We uh, we gotta keep this big up. <laughs> well, that's what he sounds like. Listen, hold on, hold on. Let me see. I'll find some. You think I'm fucking around? That's what he sounds like. No, I. I Let's believe see him. You. Turgle, Jedi survivor. Turgle the shithead frog. <laughs> okay, hold on. That can't be up to code. Even out here on the frontier. Moran! Moran! Did you hear what happened? I heard you nearly died. I was crestfallen. It was harrowing! Really made me think about my life, you know? I don't want to die a washed-up no-clutch on the far edge of the galaxy. Wouldn't that be just dreadful? I couldn't even begin <laughs> to imagine. Nor will I try. But now, I'm a frog reborn. That's surely worth buying me a drink to celebrate. You never miss See? See? I told you. That's mm -hmm. I'm Turgle, and I want a free drink because I'm a shithead frog. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, Animation like Studios, get from... at me! I'm a voiceover master! <laughs> a virtuoso. Virtuoso up in this piece. Sounds like the guy from Invader Zim. Then the Dag and Norbert. No. Angry, the Angry Beavers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it could be. Could be. I'm Turgle and I'm a shithead frog! Bruh, get at me, voiceover directors. Huh? There's you know new... where to find me. Don't play coy. Yeah, don't play coy. 404 episodes. I say the email every time. Get at me. I'm Turgle, the shithead frog. <laughs> you gave D. Bradley Baker a D. Bradley Baker show. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you know what? You your boy Hawes the Hawes show. The, featuring the... Hawes with the side of Hawes. You, you guys got to have something in the hopper post bad batch there's only one more season of that coming you know what you could do the adventures of turgle and i guarantee you i'm cheaper than motherfucker that did turgle's voice in the game and i can weather the storm of the social media outrage when he's recast as me because i'm gonna knock it out of the park this week on the adventures of turgle 
Turgle accidentally smokes crack and goes on a bender. <laughs> I'm Turgle, the shithead space frog. I'm down bad. I'll suck your dick for some space crack. <laughs> I suck a dick for some death sticks real fast. I'm Turgle, the shithead frog. <laughs> Get at me. All right, buddy, that's going to do it for this week. <laughs> so, um, listen, leave us a review if you haven't already. <laughs> Thanks to everybody that left us a review. Um, I'm Turgle, and I left a review for Blue Harvest. It was one star. Um, and uh, if you like our theme song, please be sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stone Cobra, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. I'm Turgle, the shithead frog, and I downloaded Stoned Cobra on Napster. Um, Winamp. Winamp really whips the llama's ass. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, and if you like video games, check out... Me and my buddy Steve, our buddy Steve, talking about them every week on the High Potion Podcast. I'm Turgle and I don't listen to that show because I'm a shithead frog. You can't play video games with a frog hand. You can't play video games with three-fingered frog hands. Fuck me, I guess. Uh, shit. We'll be back next week. Until then, this has been Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. I'm Turgle the Shithead Frog. May the force be with us. <laughs> <laughs>